More on streaming sports, streaming services, and Charlotte Henry's edition podcast. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Get important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for your Mac right inside Slack. Try all of Collide's features on an unlimited number of devices free for 14 days, no credit card required, at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a two-part conversation with Charlotte Henry about streaming services, streaming sports, and her new podcast, The Edition. Let's go right back and let Charlotte do the talking. But there are obviously sporting events where, like, the timing of different countries does matter. So, you know, Premier League football matches, obviously some of the big games, the timing lines up, particularly in the East Coast, you you know, uh, five... 5.30 kickoff in the Premier League is quite a good, t- you know, it's midday East Coast, isn't it? It is. So, um, so you know, those kind of things do, do either by coincidence and I, or I suspect some level of coordination uh, work out quite well. I, I have to say that while I don't turn on a lot of TV, I have noticed, especially on Saturdays, a lot more of the European football uh, on my TV as I scroll through some past something. Oh, um, you as an American have a lot more uh, Premier League football on your TV than I do in the UK, but by orders of magnitude. Is that because of rights holders uh, restrictions? It's because there is a blackout in the UK. You're not allowed to show live football in the UK between 2.45 p.m. and 5.15 p.m. on a Saturday at all from any country you you're not allowed to show it um because it's it's all based around the idea so football matches traditionally kick off at 3 p.m on a saturday afternoon there's been various deviations of that but that's basically when the bulk of most games are meant to kick off every weekend and so it was always based on this idea that getting people to to get people to the stadiums you don't have the games on tv which is, there's probably a lot of truth to that. Hence the well, blackout rules to some degree. Yeah, I think there was until you could get things like illegal streams and VPNs and the like. And I think it's become increasingly arcane. But yes, it, that's where it comes from. So, And that is why on your television you see so much football. And I there's about four games a weekend in the UK on TV. Well, if it'll help, I'll point a camera at my uh, at my TV, and then <laughs> you can stream it through a VPN. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's. I mean, I think it's really interesting to watch Apple's moves. Uh, you know, they're experimenting with things. It would not be unlike Apple to just say, "Hey, this isn't working out," and so we're not going to do it. Um, I see so much of this, though, sort of the way I see the the films we talked about earlier and the music in in the the, the iTunes store um, mm-hmm. or the yeah the music store, I guess now. Um, the idea that you know some things are not allowed to be sold or streamed or whatever in certain countries, and that can get really frustrating very quickly, just like what you're saying. Yeah, so. I think it's. Look, you're, the fact that we're doing this show is kind of a perfect example of it. Uh, you know, 
you and I know each other, consider each other friends, but have never met in person, but have spoken across the Atlantic many times through the power of the internet. And so for people who work and operate in the way we do, the kind of idea that something is different in one country to another is kind of, a, particularly in terms of content and that kind of thing, it just seems a bit bizarre, doesn't it, really? Um, but, uh, yeah, and actually I should say just on the Apple TV plus baseball. I think there are specific shows around baseball. I think there's a daily show now in America on the on Apple TV plus, but you don't get it anywhere else. So this already you're seeing that differentiation, even amongst the small number of uh, countries that it has the rights for. And mm. it's the first time we've really seen a deviation in what you can see in Apple TV plus, depending on what country you're in. Right. And, and and hey, I don't know this. Um, I mean, if if they're streaming baseball, then are those? Could you then wake up Saturday morning and watch them? Are they? Great are they question. I think not in the UK. I I think the replays do not exist in the UK. I, I don't know if you can see them in America, but I don't think. Like, if I looked in the TV app now, I don't think I could go run through um, the uh, America. You know the the highlights from the Friday night games that Apple TV plus stream. Um, but you can see them. And I know this cause someone tweeted about it. Uh, you can actually see them on the M in the MLB app. So the MLB app, which is the official app of major league baseball has directs you to Apple TV plus for the Friday night games. If you click on a, on the game that's being shown on TV plus in the MLB app on a Friday night, it tells you to go to Apple TV plus and send you over there. But if you go to the MLB app on the Friday mo on the Saturday morning, you can see the highlights of the game you couldn't watch live in that app. So, yes. Yes. Yes, Chuck. Your face sums it up. Aptly. <laughs> well, it's, I, oh boy, it's, it's such a struggle. I, I mean, I understand everybody. Look, everybody needs to make money from these things to have them continue. I, I get that. But it seems like there are times that, and, and I'm not just talking about sports, I'm talking about mm. all the content everywhere, that it is being made almost unintentionally hard. Um, I, well, I you, you and I have discussed this in the context of, I think, Picard before. That for me, it's, I think, on Amazon Prime Video, it's on a different service for you in the US, isn't it? Yes. Well, I, yes, it is. It is on Paramount Plus. Right, exactly. So that's, you know, again, another bit of bouncing around. Which service can I watch this series on in which country? Yeah. And, you know, and I think, correct me, I don't know if you saw this, but I think Plex just brought something out that allegedly will search across, you know, a oh, variety of streaming that. services. And so, you know, that might be sort of like the TiVo of old. You know, that if you have access to it, or at least you could tell you where it's streaming. Um, I know there have yeah, been a couple others. Well, so will Google, but yeah. I mean, another example is um, Friends, which is on, it must be on Peacock now, isn't it? Um, I think so, yes. But in the US, but it's on Netflix still here in the UK. I know this because I've gone from the start of Friends to the end. I'm working my way through to the end again. <laughs> To make it about the three hundredth time I've seen each episode. So, if you could put 
one uh, the next sport on Apple TV? What mm. would you pick? What would you pick? Oh, that's an interesting question. I don't think I would pick Premier League football because I already have pay for too many different services to watch that. <laughs> um, I think they could probably do a nice job of the NFL. I imagine it will be US sports for the time being. So I imagine, as I say, they could do a nice job of the NFL. Um, we've seen quite a lot, you know, Amazon has really captured the market with the different tennis tournaments and tennis tours, but maybe Apple could get a, I was going to get a slice of that, but you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, Apple could get into that game. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few, there's, it, I guess it will also be highly dependent on when right if and when rights become available oh yeah that i mean that kind of goes without saying but it does seem yeah. like every every year and i don't follow that's another thing i don't follow i i see the headlines as they go by but it seems like that those contracts last for a year to to two or three years no, i think and, it depends on the sport i'm sure some yeah. can last a little bit longer yeah and and i don't know how how a how a broadcast uh, network would feel about then having that available on a streaming app as well. Sure. Well, you know, the, here in the UK, um, kind of Sky Sports, uh, BT Sport are really built around the fact that they have access to the Premier League football, for example, and other other European leagues as well, and the Champions League. Um you know, Sky Sports, again, makes a huge play of both Formula One and the NFL. But eventually those rights will become available. Yeah. Well, nobody's calling either one of us to ask, but that's no, why I ask you. Well, the other thing, of course, is that getting sports rights eventually is a very nice way to justify increasing the price of your streaming service. <sighs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Which Apple has not done, you know, not needed to do at all. And I think is not, you know, it's quite happy to be the one that people think is good value and cheap, whereas Netflix gets ever more expensive. And I, and I still, I've, from, the, from day one, I've made this point that Apple's, by charging what Apple does for Apple, Apple TV, um, you don't, it, it's, it's almost a throwaway. It's almost like, I don't have to think about it. It's so it's so inexpensive. Whereas for, for every time lots of people that would be the case, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you start you start doing the math on the Netflix thing for what it's cost you for a year and it's like, "Oh, you know, am I really watching it that much? If I am, it's a great value, but if I'm not, then it's maybe something I can do without." But with the Apple TV uh subscription, yeah, okay, you know, I can that I can skip a cup of coffee, I can skip a burger at lunch or something, and pay for it for the month, and have access to a lot of really great content. Yeah, and a back, I mean, if and a, you, and a if back you catalog work, that's growing. Correct. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Get important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for your Mac right inside Slack. Collide sends employees important, timely, and relevant security recommendations for their Linux, Mac, and Windows devices right inside Slack. How convenient. Collide is perfect for organizations that deeply care about compliance and security, but don't want to get there by locking down devices to the point where they become unusable. The more you lock down, the less usable the devices are, the more discontented the employees are, and the more they try to work around the lockdown. Instead of frustrating employees, 
Collide educates them about security and device management while directing them to fix important problems. Collide knows that end users are one of the most significant untapped resources and a key to solving the most challenging security issues. By involving users in the process, they are both educated and empowered to solve problems like setting passphrases on unencrypted SSH keys and uninstalling browser extensions that may be selling the browser history out the back door. Want to know more? Visit collide.com slash macvoices and try Collide with all of its features on an unlimited number of devices for free for 14 days, no credit card required. And be sure to enter your email when prompted to receive your free Collide gift bundle after trial activation. That's collide.com slash macvoices. K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Correct. And if you work out TV Plus, it's $60 for the year, isn't it? If you're not buying it as a bundle, if you're just buying it in and of itself, the bundle is a whole different conversation. Yes. Um, but if you just want TV Plus for the year, I think there is an offer for $50. That's definitely existed at certain points. But even if you are paying for it month by month, you're paying a total of $60 for the year. And that's basically a quarter of, um, you'd get a quarter of Netflix, wouldn't you, for that, basically? That seems about right, yes. Yes. About four months' I, I, worth of Netflix, you know. When, when I mean, and we haven't even touched on Disney and, you know, all that. Yeah, which has also got a little bit more expensive. Started off as the same price as TV Plus, has got more expensive. But again, probably very easy to justify Disney being expensive when you're offering National Geographic, Star Wars, Encanto, so on, and the whole of the Mickey Mouse. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot on Disney Plus that for you know for a whole family. And yeah, and that's where I've, I'm not qualified to talk about it, Charlotte, because I'm I'm not a whole family. I'm just me. Um, but you know, and and I, I realize I'm about to commit heresy here, so forgive me. Um, but I'm holding on to my seat. <laughs> well, I I don't go back and watch rewatch Star Wars and rewatch Star Wars and rewatch Star Wars. Do you know I, what? I, I'm going to do something even worse. There okay. are some of the original Star Wars movies I've never seen. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, then we're. We're, we're compadres. Um, well, do you, do you know how difficult this made my friendship with our mutual friend, Kelly Gamont? Oh, yes. I can only imagine. I'm, I'm, she probably I would didn't say speak it's the you. only thing we've ever fallen out about. Yeah, she probably didn't speak to you for a couple of weeks. Anyway. It was hard. It was hard times. Yeah. But you know, sort of to our point about Apple focusing on new original content, either by acquiring it or producing it. Mm. Um, you know, I tend to be watching the new stuff. Now, I'm not saying I don't go back and watch, you know, something, an, an older movie or maybe an old TV series occasionally. Sure. sure. But for the most part, I'm watching, you know, things that are new. A lot of those are coming from Apple TV right now. Mm -hmm. um, but yep. I, so, you know, I, but I, if you were into like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm sure Disney Plus would have more value for you or you know, whatever. But yes, your point is perfectly well made that it, there's a lot of original stuff coming from TV plus. Yeah. I mean, e even, even Marvel and I enjoy them. I enjoy all the Marvel movies. And I think what are there? 20, 22 of them. Oh, I've lost count. Something like that. So that's a fair amount of back content, but at the same time you can only watch those. I mean, 
are you really going to rewatch those two, all of them, two or three times a year? Probably not. No, it seems unlikely. But I think the the thing about that is the fear of missing out on the new thing. I would imagine. Uh, well, you, you uh, okay? Yeah. And now I, we're back. Now we're back to a th- going to the theater discussion. Sure. Sure. So it all. And it's, it's it's a changing, evolving world. It's it's fun to talk about, and it is. We all have our way, different ways of approaching things, and our different interests. And yeah. you know, Charlotte's into European football. I'm into golf, and it sounds like well, she's a little more into baseball than I am. So Charlotte likes European football and Friends reruns, and I'm quite. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a new streaming service we need just for Charlotte, the Charlotte Henrys. Yes, that is that is my personal <laughs> streaming service. No, there, there's lots of things going on, and there's lots of stuff that I'm enjoying on TV+. Plus. Uh, truth be told, I've started from the beginning and I'm really enjoying That's about a true crime podcast. That's quite enjoyable as well. And one of those TV Plus shows that kind of went under the radar a bit. There are a few of. I don't know what which one. What is that? Uh, Truth Be Told stars Octavia Spencer. Okay. And is about a true crime podcaster. Like it's a drama series about a true crime podcaster. It is quite good fun. Okay. That's, there's another one. I just, I've got, at the very least, I got to go and know about these because yeah. there's, there's so many of Everyone them. is, I think, binging at the moment. The better yeah. one from Ben Stiller about kind of work life balance and. The medical yeah. ways one company does. Anyway, yeah, there's a yeah. lot. I think the fact that we're kind of telling, giving each other recommendations now says quite a lot about the service because before it would have been like, have you seen the latest episode of The Morning Show? Because that's all there is. Right. And that's no longer true. Right. And hasn't Which, been true for a while, really. Yeah, and to sort of end this part of the discussion, you know, think about it. That all was happening <laughs> – Apple TV was just kind of hitting its stride, or Apple TV Plus, sorry, I keep doing that. Apple TV Plus was just sort of hitting its stride when COVID hit, and the mm. productions all shut down. And so, and I think you know, that has slowed it down. I think that has had quite a, de- a more detrimental effect than is maybe appreciated. I think we'd have got to this point of, oh, my God, there's loads of stuff earlier without COVID. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I agree completely. I didn't want to let you get out of here, though, without talking a bit about your new podcast. Oh, um, thanks, yeah. Because we have we have something new where we get to hear from Charlotte on a much more regular basis than her visits to Mac Voices. Yes, so I launched The Edition, which is a newsletter and podcast over on Substack. Um, you can listen to the podcast in like the Apple podcast app or whatever if you just search for The Edition or The Edition, Charlotte Henry. Um, I should say that it's the edition A double D, not with an E that way around. Um, so, yeah, I kind of look at lots of the things we've discussed here, really, but also the kind of intersection of tech, media, culture, politics. That's what I wanted to add up all together with the both the newsletter and the podcast. So, yeah, do, do subscribe to both the show and the newsletter. Come join me, theedition.substack.com. Um, putting out stuff very regularly, have some great guests over on the podcast. Hopefully, you know, try and break both original stories and do some analysis in the written newsletter. So, there, so there's hopefully a lot there for 
lots of different types of people with lots of different types of interests. But there's a bit of a there's a clear theme running through it as well. I think you know the fact that we've had this conversation about you know you're the voice of the Apple community, but we're talking about TV. I think underlines how much these you know tech and media have completely crisscrossed now. And, you know, trying to differentiate between the two types of companies in most cases is meaningless. You know, is Netflix a tech company? Is it a media company? Whatever. It's both, isn't it? Um, a- Apple increasingly the same, Amazon obviously the same, so on and so forth. So uh, I wanted to explore all that kind of area and the cultural impact of it as well. So, yeah, do come join me and we'll get we'll drag Chuck Joyner onto the show once sometime oh. soon. Oh, boy, that's that's going to be. Oh, yeah. Your, your ratings may dip, Charlotte. I don't know. No, I'm having that on the record. So people, you know, there's some peer pressure now on you, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. Sounds good. I'll I'll tackle whatever you throw at me. But <laughs> sometimes sometimes my opinions are not real popular, just like my opinions on baseball are not real popular. Well, the, but that's the fun of it. That's why we like having. That's why uh, we like chatting. <laughs> I, I was so glad to see you start this because this is really yours. The, the and I, I I'm so glad you said that because it, it is the addition add. You know, so I want to make sure people understand that. And of course, I'll have links in the show notes to go right to these things, so that there's no question that you're you're getting Charlotte Henry, all Charlotte yeah. Henry, all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but a good few times a week, and I think okay. that's enough Charlotte Henry for anyone. <laughs> Charlotte, it's a real pleasure. Thanks so much for the time. I I love our discussions no, back and forth. I love being on. Thanks so much for having me. All right, next time we tackle music. Oh, whoa. Now we're really going to fall out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because we have the whole Star Wars is not the entire universe thing going between us. So we're good. That's true. We're That's good. True. Sorry, true. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I'm Chuck Joyer. This is Mac Voices. Uh, please go subscribe to the edition with Charlotte. Uh, you will get uh, some tech news. You'll get all kind of other news. And it's always great to hear Charlotte's perspective because she is a keen observer of so many different spaces. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by CashFly at CashFly.com.